Good morning. Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. My name is Ron Marshall, and I am a licensed practitioner at Heart and Soul, and I'm honored to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we're taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within, so that it may be our guide during this time of change. So wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. It might help to uncross your arms and legs, clear your lap of any objects, and allow the chair and floor to support your back and feet. Also know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is safe and sacred space. So if you're willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has happened up until this moment. Now join me in taking a deep, conscious breath. Let's breathe in and release with a sigh. And just give thanks for the breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. And as we enter the stillness, I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously.
I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the floor beneath. You might gently rub your palms together and begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you are ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. Thank you for creating this safe and sacred container of love for our service this morning. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our connection with the One. And I invite you to do so whenever and wherever possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you. heart and soul. My name is Sonia Russell and welcome to our Sunday celebration service. Today is Sunday, April 18th and it is my great pleasure to let you know how you can be more fully engaged here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. I want to start by making sure you know that our faith, our, our theme continues to be adventures in faith, rise up. We are deeply involved and committed to our daily read around the year with Emmett Fox. We're also inviting you to stay connected in all there are ways there are to be connected with us, including our website, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and all the ways in which you podcast. And we want to let you know that there is an opportunity for you to give in community later on um, in our service, um, but you can give anytime by visiting our website or by texting to give. Additionally, if you want to get all of our opportunities to be engaged and any slides that are shown during service, you can sign up to have that right in your mailbox by visiting heartsoulcenter.org slash sign up. And I want to remind you that we are continuing to be committed to our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. On Mondays, our practitioners are supporting us in diving deeper into our read with Emmett Fox. So every Monday at 6.15 Pacific time, you can join practitioners and other folks in the community for a deeper dive. You can visit heartsoulcenter.org slash Monday Review, um, and you'll be right in there with us. 
on Wednesdays, Imagining Justice, hosted by Valerie Joy and David, are in sacred conversations around nutrition with Heart and Soul's Health and Well-Being Circle. This is a great opportunity for you to spend a Wednesday evening in community with folks who are looking at imagining justice and around health and well-being. I wanna remind you that prayer works in every situation and our prayer and care village intend for us to be steeped in the art of prayer. So following our service by about 10 minutes today, there is prayer available um, via groups and we have prayer on Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. Pacific time. We also have a prayer request line where you can call and leave a message and someone will return your call. 510-607-7747 is that number. And you can also send email to prayerandcare at heartsoulcenter.org. Uh, the point is to avail yourself to prayer. We have many ways in which you can get the support that you need in that way, including giving you the opportunity to have prayer in your pocket. Heart and Soul's Power of Prayer podcast is for such a time as this, on-demand prayer um, around healing, love, relationships, and more. We invite you to have this library with you 24-7. If you are not a podcaster and are just interested in being able to listen to our podcast prayers, you can simply visit heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast. Oh, so family, I invite you to take a moment to allow yourself to be centered. We make sure that we take time to continue to ground ourselves in our vision because it is how we endeavor to show up on the planet. And so we recite it together, family. We are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet. And so it is. And so, family, I invite you to... Take a moment to find your breath. Become fully present in the here and now. Putting down anything that happened before this moment and giving no great concern to anything that must happen later, simply allowing ourselves to be present and available to the infinite. As we touch and agree and remember to remember that God is all that there is, all that there ever has been is God. All that there ever will be is God. This moment is steeped with the divine perfection of the one. That which kept us while we slept and rose us this morning. That which brings the ocean to the shore and circulates our blood. Our skin is made of stardust. God is, we are, and all is truly well. And it is from this place of knowing, this place of trusting, this place of deep abiding faith that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved heart and soul center of light community, knowing, trusting, resting, ruling, and abiding in our faith in the one. Knowing 
that without exception and regardless of appearances, God is always working. The good is always unfolding. The divine is always present. We always have the opportunity to be open and available to love and joy and peace and all that God is. Our willingness, our consciousness is what makes it available to us. And I know that today and every day we move through the world trusting in that consciousness, remembering who and whose we are and why we are here. And so I know that Heart and Soul Center of Light has created a space that allows us to be our most powerful selves. I am grateful for the opportunity to stand courageously, confidently, and with conviction in the knowing that God is, we are, and all is truly well. And so I give thanks for Heart and Soul Center of Light, for all that it is, for all that it endeavors to be, I give thanks for the hearts and the hands that support this ministry. I give thanks for our beloved practitioners for praying without ceasing, for our board of trustees for ensuring that our business affairs are in order, for our ministers for holding the high watch, for our beloved Reverend Andriette for saying yes, for being powerful, for being courageous, for being insistent, persistent, and ready to be, do, and have all that is hers to be, do, and have, modeling for us our opportunity to have all that is ours to be, do, and have. I am grateful, family, for this community. I am grateful for like minds and like hearts. And today and every day, I am grateful for the good sense to be grateful. And it is in my perfect gratitude that I simply release this word into the law, giving thanks that it is done and done well in God. I simply allow it to be so. And so it is. So goodbye, goodbye, goodbye to loving. Let us be loving. Let us be loving. Let us be loving. Let us be. Let us be. The grass out there on the riverside, it don't have to grow Out into this forest wide, you'll reap just what you sow Lonely in the jungle deep, a small will catch your eyes So goodbye, goodbye, goodbye Let us be, 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 let us be
us be, let us be Vintage Vocal Rush, I believe from like 2012. <laughs> so you're looking there at uh, children who are now grown folks. <laughs> Let us be loving. I come this morning, I mean, I'm, I'm standing here with, um, with my heart pierced because for all of our efforts and our divine intention, black lives still don't seem to matter in our U.S. policing. And so I'm just going to ask us to pause in a collective moment of silence. And I'm going to ask us to include whatever comes to your mind. You can go back to Emmett Till. You can go back as far as where there aren't clear names. There are within families. Don't get me wrong. There are families who, who know and can name and can number. And many of us are just left with the statistics. But this morning without the benefit of us. And I stand with an intention that we name their names, but I want us to know that we can't even know all the names. So I don't want us to ever fall into an illusion that we are in a position to name all the names. Because the names are too many to number. It's a systemic approach to black people as if their lives don't matter. But because I know they do, that all lives matter, that black lives matter, that Asian lives matter, that lives matter, right now though, I'm gonna ask you to come together with an awareness and in a moment of silence where you join me in affirming black lives matter. And those who have been taken make a difference.
Thank you. Their lives make a difference. Our lives are different. What can happen next? I mean, out of any of those names that we can name, and any of those we can number, we have no idea who might have been the next, who was on a path to, or who would have changed in a way to. We have no idea the contribution, but we know that every life is purposed. So to be loving, <laughs> to be loving is an adventure in faith for black folks. I just need to say it. For black folks, to be loving no matter what is an adventure in faith. See, th there's something that's been on my mind. This, this was never intended to be a part of my, my message this morning, but it's a thing that that I haven't really allowed myself to say, certainly not on mic. But I fail to understand, and I'm, I, I'm bright. I'm bright. I, I can figure stuff out, good logic skills, critical thinking skills, but I can't figure out how it is we expect the citizens, and especially the children, to have more poise, and be fearless of the police while the police can simply say, I was afraid or I accidentally pulled the wrong thing out. Maybe somebody understands how a child with candy or with a phone or with anything it can be thought to be a gun, and that could end that. But are trained, those trained to serve and protect can inadvertently kill. I, I, it boggles my mind. I, I, I just, I have to say, I stand before you now just with my mind boggled around how long we intend to act as if this makes sense. I encourage imagination. It is powerful. But I need us to imagine solution, to imagine the answer, to imagine the breakthrough on our adventure in faith. Our intention is to rise up, y'all, not to stay, not to stay under the illusion, not to stay bemuddled, but to rise up, to rise up in consciousness and to understand, as Ernest Holmes has said, that the barriers between you and your greater good are not barriers in themselves, but that they are things of thought. And that it's because they are things of thought that all things are possible in faith. You see, if they were not things of thought, you'd have to, it would require a different solution. But because it's things of thought, all of it, <laughs> come on now, it means that when we change our thinking, 
As the master teacher, Yeshua, that the world ultimately came to call Jesus, said, it is done unto you as you believe. So as we shift our believing about whatever it is, something else can happen. Ernest Holmes says that, that even though many have, well, I'm adding this part right here, that although many have said that you can synthesize the brief teaching era of the master teacher to having it be summarized as it is done unto you as you believe. Ernest Holmes says this about that. He says, pause after the word as. Y'all have heard me say this before because it fascinated me when I read it. It, it stopped me cold. It changed the meaning of it because we let it roll off our tongue and just make up what it means. It is done unto you as you believe. So, there. Kind of bam. But in truth, what it's saying is that you're always believing something. You're always believing something. And it is done unto you as you are in the midst of believing that thing you believe. See, <clears throat> This adventure in faith requires literally that we rise up, that we rise up in an awareness of what am I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking about that? What am I believing about that? So when the next or when the last, let me not, let me not project this forward. When the last news report came, of some young one who was just finding his way, just discovering his maleness and his play, hadn't even carved out a place in the world. When his life was ended <clears throat> by militaristic policing, what is it that you believed in that moment? See, there's no shame in it, but you got to know what you believed. So for the one who believed, that'll be the last one. For the one who believed, it's going to keep on happening. You see, those are very different beliefs. It is done unto you as you are believing. Now, you're not controlling the whole world in your, in your momentary thought, but you're controlling your world in your momentary thoughts. As you are believing, it's never going to stop. Something is happening within you. Your cells are getting that message and are responding to the defeatism, to the, the absence of faith. <laughs> so it what is it that you believe? Emmett Fox, you know, our daily read this year is around the year with Emmett Fox. So <clears throat> Emmett Fox asked us a couple of days ago, what difference has religion made in your life? So what difference does, since you tuned into heart and soul in this moment, whether you're getting this later or right now, what difference is heart and soul making in your life, in your relationships, in your affairs? How much peace 
is it giving you? How much courage? How much faith are you, are you expanding your faith or has your faith contracted? Are you inspired by the opportunities and invitations to serve? You, you see, we are purposed. We're not just showing up on Sunday waiting to see what happens. <laughs> Lord, that's scary. We are purposed. My, the calling on my life is to, to show up in a way that, well, for me, the way I see that my calling is to offer transformation. To just offer the opportunity to create the container. And I have a lot of support in this. I, this is not a one-person uh, uh, vision or calling. Because my calling called to me those who were willing to play this game. This game called transformation. For anyone who's willing, if they show up and they, and, and they pay attention and they invest in with everything, their time, their talent, their treasure, if they pour into it, they are assured of transformation. Emmett Fox, I'm, I'm cutting to the chase here if, you, if you're reading along or if you have the book and you've turned to it, where he says if you put 5% of yourself, you'll receive a 5% demonstration. If you put 20%, you'll receive a 20% demonstration. So it's all right. Come and go as you choose. But ask the folks who hang out. All the folks who are in the deep end of the pool, the folks who have been dipping and dipping and dipping. You see, complete investment guarantees a 100% return. I hear the little, the little finger snaps in the room because it's not a secret. You can come and go, but your blessings come and go. But your awareness, and it's because your awareness comes and goes. See, it's, it's, not like a, it's, not, it's not mystical at all. It's, it's, it's more almost mathematical in, its, in, in the way it unfolds. You put it in, you get it out. But I have to tell you, it's better if you don't come with an intention to get it out. <laughs> it, I, I'm just trying to tell you something. It's an advanced learning. But I know, let, let me not get in your way. If you got to come, if all you can think is, okay, I want to get some out, I'm going to start showing up. Come on, let's do it. What I know is there's going to come a point in time, because it's done unto you as you believe, when it will shift and you'll realize it's more important to be in it than to get something out of it. Because the getting something out of it is automatic. But look here. Here's, here's, what, here's what I really, this is what is, is kind of, I guess midweek, I was on a Zoom call, and, and one of my, my dear sister friends, who, who's also a colleague, a, a ministerial colleague at Centers for Spiritual Living, um, was doing, offering, a, I think, our invocation. And part of what I heard her say is, actually, I don't know, something about a new day. 
and what giving birth to a new day or a new baby day that we were in a new, it was a morning meeting. It's a new baby day. And I thought, oh, that's part of my talk right there. I just knew it. Now, I didn't know the rest of it. I just knew that that was going to be a part of it. And so what I'm bringing you this morning is this notion that we are right now giving birth to a new day. Okay, now that was then, and this is now. We are right now giving birth to a new day. And then I'm going to let another few seconds pass. We are right now giving birth to a new day. I hope y'all get it that every moment, in every new moment, we are birthing a new day throughout the day. We are, we are absolutely, why? Because it is done unto us as we are believing. So there's some of you who believe that, can I just get graphic with this? Some of y'all are aborting the day. You've already decided last night that you wasn't going to like today and just aborted it, aborted the infinite possibility of the day. I'm being graphic, I know it, and I hope it's not objectionable, but I'm trying to make a point here. Some of y'all are going to fret and worry and carry on so that you are going to have a miscarriage of the new day. And go end up ha reliving past days. I'm trying to say something. That in each and every moment, we are at choice and we have an opportunity to give birth to a new day. Over and over. So it, it, it begins to unfold in a way where you go, oh Lord, can this be my day? Yep, it's my day and I'm giving birth to a new one right now. And then you choose something else and you go into that. But the idea here is that none of us just has to. What's this notion? And I remember when I believed this, and I, uh, why? Because <laughs> it's done unto you as you believe. So there was a time in my life when I lived by the axiom, you make your bed, you live it. And what you do, you, I don't even know what it says now. Make your bed, you lie in it. I believe that. And I thought it was kind of what I, okay, you did that. You chose that. You did. Now I'd be like, drop it like it's hot. Get, woo, like, woo, I know I chose that, but I didn't know no better then. But I got sense enough right now to let it go. And I mean, let it go and embrace something else. Why? Because I can give birth to a new day in every moment. It's a mental universe. And when I decide, when I think a new thought into my experience, I begin to have, I now have access to the newness of that experience. You better ask somebody. Come on. Now, here's the thing. Here's what I know. Come on, Dr. Maya Angelou. She has offered us that you got to have courage. And in fact, she tells us that courage is the most difficult of the virtues. Because if you don't have courage, it's the, most, it, it's the most essential of the virtues. Because if you don't have courage, you can't practice none of the rest. But here's what she says. She says that having courage does not mean that you're not afraid. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that often I come up here today, I stood here and I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to speak into this. And then I just surrender and I say what is mine to say. 
And sometimes I am so, my knees literally will knock and I can feel my teeth wanting to, to chatter. I can feel just the nervousness of whatever it is. So it doesn't, courage don't mean you ain't going to be nervous about it. It, do, it doesn't mean any of that. But here's what it means. It means that if you have courage, you show up anyhow. It means you get up and you go. It means you stand up and you say what's so. You rise up and face your fears. That's what courage means. It doesn't mean you don't have fears. It means they don't stop you. Dr. Maya says that in courage we are able to, to breathe. Breathe with me, y'all. To just breathe and say, I have fallen. I blew it. Shouldn't have been that way. In fact, I may have failed. <laughs> and in courage, you get up. You get up. Now, my sense is that the way that Dr. Maya has has worded it, that she's speaking more about a, at least in my mind, speaking more about a, a slip and fall kind of situation, like, oh, oh my goodness, you know, I blew it kind of thing. But Dr. Thurman, <laughs> Dr. Howard Thurman, y'all already know this, you could say it with me. He talks about when all the wheels come off. <laughs> and the bottom falls out. He's, Dr. Thurman says, it's as if a man stumbling in the darkness. Now, see, that's different than somebody where the lights just go off for a moment. When you are stumbling in the darkness, see, here's the way I'm going to tell the story. It gives you the time for your mind to go wild. For your mind to bring up the boogeyman, and uh, whatever else you're afraid of, whatever else it is, any little noise, that's something scurrying. See, when you're stumbling in the darkness, and then he goes on to really make sure you understand, having lost his way, lost his way, finds this is the thing that I love about, come on, Dr. Thurman. That one, fallen, lost finds the spot at the foot of the stairway that leads from darkness to light. See, this is my don't give up. This is my, this is my come on with the faith now, Andriette. Because sure enough, you have stumbled around and you are down. I'm not going to go down because y'all know what happened last time. But here's the thing. You're down there. And you probably, come on now, let's just tell the truth. Unless you are totally evolved, the first thought is, oh, well, no telling what you're going to say. The first thought, I'm, not, I'm just going to leave that blank and let y'all fill it in. Because probably shouldn't be broadcast from this mic, whatever it is you first say when you're down there. I don't know for sure, but it's quite possible. Before you ever get to, Lord, help me. 
There's probably a bunch of other stuff that gets said. So you're there, and it's a feeling of desperation. It's a feeling of defeatism. It's a feeling. Can you sense that with every bit of that, you just go lower and lower? And then if you've ever been down before, you tend not to recall that you weren't down a little while ago. It, you, you know what I mean? Ten years ago, you were down, and you forget that for the last nine, you've been up, and you go back to the ten years ago, and and act just like I'm always down. And begin to tell yourselves the stories about I'm not worth getting up. Because I'm just going to be down again. I'm always down. Oh, this morning before I came in here. <laughs> yeah, I said before I came in. Uh, I was listening to, take it, I take it to the rock. I go to the rock. And singing along with Whitney Houston, I go to the rock. It's in those moments when one feels like there's no place else to go, that I'm just down and out. There are no other options. That's the moment when our resurrection comes. Why? Because you don't need a resurrection if you're already up. The resurrection is only relevant for the people who are down and out. It's the rising up. If you're already at the mountaintop, it's not resurrection time. Because Dr. Thurman says that the resurrection is the announcement that life cannot be conquered by whatever it is you're going through. Whatever it is you think can take you out. Whatever the number of deaths are and the the circumstances and the repetitive nature and the disregard for life, that still is not enough to take you out. That the calling is to rise up. To rise up and know something more. Rise up and be something more. Rise up and do something more. I invoke, <laughs> y'all know me by this point. Y'all know that this is the moment to in invoke James Baldwin. Why? Because the <laughs> yep, this being down at, at Dr. Thurman's staircase, at the bottom of the stairwell, just down and out. You can see the ump just counting. Out. You know, you can't even get up enough. The ref just counting with that soap. Baldwin offers us that any real change, and then I have to insert here, especially the change you've been praying for. I know we wanted that change to just be placed right on top of our current situation. But invariably, what, has to, what must happen is the entire breakup as the, of the world as we have known it. That's why we stop praying. My sense is, I think we start out praying and we begin to hear the rumble of your world coming apart. <laughs> we go, oh, oh, never mind. It wasn't that bad after all. I was, I, some, what was this? I read something just the other day and I thought it was irrelevant to me, but now I'm bringing it up. This axiom of the Something about the known devil is better than the unknown devil. That kind of idea. There's an axiom. There's a saying that is quite old about that. And it's, it's how we as humans 
how we as humans are willing to go along with what we know don't work because at least we know that. We know this is funky. You know, we're familiar with it, and we think we know the ramifications of just how funky it is. So we'd rather stay with this funk than risk that that may, be, that may have some funk to it too. But the more evolved around you who know that it all has to fall apart. But because you believe and you know it is done unto you as you believe and you're on an adventure in faith, you're willing to ratchet up your belief even as you are, are what? What do you do with courage? Are finding the courage or calling forth the courage? Calling forth the courage to be in this situation, in this circumstance. Here's the thing, when we fall out, at the bottom of Dr. Thurman's stairs. When we think we're down and out, we are in the perfect place for resurrection. We're in the perfect place for our world to be dissolved into, into the new. So in a sense, We've come full circle. The theologian Marcus Borg reminds us that to be born again involves death and resurrection. He says it means dying to an old way of being and being born into a new way of being. He says it's dying to an old identity and being born into a new identity, a way of being and an identity, he very specifically says, centered in the sacred, in spirit, in Christ, in God. Ernest Holmes reminds us, though, that anything the mind thinks, it can unthink. I wanted you to see and hear these words in the context of the chrysalis process. So you see a little branch right there. You see a little caterpillar just, you know, inching its way. And we know that the in inevitable transformation is that it must give up in the, James, in the words of James Baldwin, its entire life must be dissolved. It's the end of the world as the caterpillar knew it. And if we were going to anthropomorphize this process, we would, we'd probably try to, try to leave space for some butterfly that found itself crawling along because it didn't remember it wasn't a caterpillar anymore. But we're not aware of that happening in nature. Ernest Holmes says that by the law of cause and effect, if we have produced unpleasant conditions, we are able by the same law to produce an entirely different effect. That's what this is. It's the transformative process that heart and soul and I am committed to. This moving us from our, you know, 
We love you. I love me as a caterpillar. And for us, it's a repetitive process. You know, it's at every plateau, if you will. There are the, you know, so I get to a point in my life and then I'm a caterpillar again. You know, I'm in kindergarten again, using another way of thinking of it. I, I get to a point where I don't know what I don't know. After I have kind of, have, have not exhausted, but expanded all that I know and playing and that. And some folks never leave that because they, they're determined to be a big fish in a small pond. <clears throat> they're determined to, to just know more than everybody else where they are. And other folks are sufficiently courageous to go wherever they need to go. And they know they're going to start at the bottom, if you will. Start without being the one who has the greatest information or the most experience or the whatever it is. And they're willing to make a difference. There's a calling on their life and they understand it. So we are all on this branch. We're someplace along the way. You see the cocoon is hanging down. It, it's green, so it looks like one of those leaves. But if you look carefully between the caterpillar and the butterfly, there's a more rounded one that's attached to that. And that's the cocoon. So you there have the entire process. And this is, this is what we're talking about. This is the resurrection. The resurrection is when that when that butterfly begins to unfold out of that cocoon, having entirely transformed from the caterpillar that we saw spinning the cocoon. So look at here, y'all. We birthed a new day. And in this new day, we can't let a perfectly new day go to waste, right, y'all? So I'm going to suggest that we use it to imagine. To use it, use this new day to engage our imagination. To engage our imaginations in a way that we imagine all people everywhere. Living in peace and safety, harmony, Living for today, living in present moment, not at the effect of what used to be or should have been or would have been. Sharing the world, living as one. I invite you to imagine with me. Imagine all the people living in this world today as one. Do, do.
especially, it's not easy to keep a center going. You know, often as a participant or a congregant or someone who's part of the community, we're not really thinking maybe about the electric bill and about all the many things it takes to keep a community together and growing. Some of you know that I am the founder of the Prosperity Plus programs one, two, and three, and I know that your center has offered these programs to you. I'm a deep believer in tithing. And we all have giving patterns. Many of us give actually only emotionally. We give when we feel like we have a little extra. And then there's another kind of giving. That's a regular repeated giving that comes with a percentage to it. And if it's not 10%, it's 5% or it's 6%, but it comes out of a decision to have circulation in your life. Planting in a beautiful place like the heart and soul center of light for the growth of a community that you has nurtured you, can nurture you further, and more than that, can spread this wonderful message to a world that is deeply hungering, even if they don't know yet that they're hungering for it. So I invite us on this day to lean in and make a commitment for percentage giving over the next year. And then turn around every three months and take a look at what's happening in your life. Something happens when you're a regular giver. And each month as you're receiving your income, a portion of it goes to support. Uh, it changes the way you feel about yourself. It changes your level of expectation of good in your life. It changes your sense of worthiness and your connection with the very source of your life. Good morning, family. 
Imagine all the people sharing life in peace. Imagine living in a world that works for everyone. Thank you so much, Reverend Andriette, for bringing this opportunity for us to realize that we're metamorphosizing out of our caterpillar nature into something bigger. And that thing that is bigger, a world that works for everyone, requires support. And this is where we offer ways in which you can offer your support through gracious giving here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. There are several ways in which you can give. You can send a check to Heart and Soul Center of Light, 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give either a recurring gift or a one-time gift on our website. Just go to heartsoulcenter.org slash give. Last but not least, you can text the word give to 510-500-5849. Put in the amount that you want to give and just click go. It's that easy to give. But it's important that we maintain the proper consciousness around our giving, always blessing our good and thereby establishing the intention for good that our gift will do in the world. So wherever you may be in the world, I invite you to take your gift in hand and maybe place it over your heart or otherwise just place your hand over your heart and let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church and throughout the world because I know God as source. And so it is. Thank you, Revelo. Family, this is my opportunity to simply continue to remind you how you can be involved here at Heart and Soul, beginning with our Around the Year with Emmett Fox review with the practitioners. That happens on Monday nights at 6.15 p.m. Visit heartsoulcenter.org slash Monday review to join. On Wednesday, Valerie Joy and David are hosting Imagining Justice this week, sacred conversations around nutrition with our heart and soul health and well-being circle. That experience begins at 6.15 p.m. Pacific time with meditation. Because we recently moved, we invite you into supporting us. And if you're considering a new gift for our new church home, you can visit any one of these familiar retailers uh, and get a gift card. There are still some items available as well on our Amazon wish list. Heart and Soul continues to support Marcus Books, the oldest independently owned black bookstore in the country, and Kingston 11, delicious Jamaican cuisine at what we call the town's gathering space. Make sure that we continue to support both of these organizations, family. Our Heart and Soul Youth and, youth and Family Village has two um, arms, the pulse, for ages 13 to 18. They meet via Zoom at 11.30 Pacific time on Sundays. Um, you can have your, your teens send email to the pulse at heartsoulcenter.org. And our, our littles, ages 4 to 12, are still involved in asynchronous learning. So there are videos available for them to watch at heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv. We want to remind you that prayer works in every situation. Here we are about the power of prayer. There will be prayer available 10 minutes following the conclusion of service today. 
as well as at 7 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday mornings. We also have a prayer line that you can call and a prayer facilitator will return your call. You can also email your prayer request, request to prayerandcare at heartsoulcenter.org. Additionally, you can have a pop of prayer at any time with our Power of Prayer podcast. We have uh, topics on love, relationships, money, and more. You can carry around prayer in your pocket. If you do not have a podcast that you're currently familiar with, you can visit heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast um, and get going on that. Reverend Andriette has her power, point of power vlog that is available to peruse at your leisure on our YouTube channel. And at this time, I would like to welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. God is good. I'm telling you, no matter what it is, the response is God is good. I'm telling you. So I am in gratitude for, for everything. The folks in the room who make this happen, there's a small crew of folks who are doing the video and the sound and the projection and making certain that we are actually up on uh, Facebook and on YouTube and Zoom and just all of the pieces. And then there's some folks who try to keep me in line as well. And we're going to have a special blessing for them. Of course, because that's no joke. <laughs> that, that's no joke. I bet they wish they had some other skills as well so they could be anyhow. So, look, I am so grateful for, for the, all of the ways that we show up. I'm grateful for the few folks in the room who are making this happen. And then those of you who tune in who make it worthwhile because there'd be no reason for us to put this group together if y'all weren't tuning in. So just a special shout out to, you know, the local folks. If you are across the street and down the block or around the corner, I am grateful that you are taking the time to tune in to Heart and Soul on whatever platform it is. So Oakland, Alameda, Berkeley, Richmond, El Cerrito, Albany, you know, all of it. Let me just say a collective shout out. Pittsburgh, Antioch, Rich, all of it, Capitola. And then those of you, and sometimes I don't even know how folks found out about Heart and Soul in various places outside of the area. So just a shout out to San Jose, Costa Rica, and Jaco, Costa Rica, and Jackson, Mississippi and uh, Detroit, Michigan, and Aurora, Colorado, and Waterford, Connecticut, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Maui. My heart always does a little extra flip when I say Maui, Hawaii. And St. Louis, Missouri, and Maryland. I am just grateful. My heart is happy that there is something that we are up to that is worthy of your time and attention. And my prayer is that it has been beneficial to you. And the way we kind of know whether it is, is whether you're putting any of it to use. So I love that you could have a good time with us. And the real kind of test for me is, are you putting it to use? You're going to do something with it. I'm grateful for our music today, uh, Vocal Rush, and uh, then there's this virtual Zoom choir that was put together with some high school folks at the time. 
And, uh, you know, time moves on so quickly. Our hospitality circle, our virtual community team, and you, y'all are the ones for whom we are doing it. And so on Wednesday, on Wednesday of this week, <coughs> Imagining Justice, uh, their meditation begins at 6.15 and the experience begins at 6.30. The experience this week on Wednesday is sacred conversations around nutrition. And so it will be featuring our Heart and Soul Center of Light Health and Well-Being Circle. And if y'all have not yet experienced them, it's a wise group of folks who are invested in our health and well-being and are forever bringing us uh, clues, keys and clues and activities that we can engage in to expand our current experience of health and well-being. And so I'm grateful that that's happening and I encourage you to tune in. And what I know for sure, for such a time as this and always, but let me just say for such a time as this, we are pulling out all the stops to ensure that you have ready access to prayer. So about 10 minutes after we end the service, you can call in on 669-900-6800. Uh, uh, or you can be on Zoom and get group prayer in that way. And it's a beautiful thing, so I encourage you to get prayer. Do not suffer alone. Don't just hold a thing. Um, and then also 24-7. So just this afternoon, we're going to do some prayer. And then if, if you miss that or you need more, 24-7 prayer request line, that number. Dial it anytime, day and night, 510-607-7747. Again, 510 607 Seven seven four seven, and you just leave a message, and one of our prayer facilitators will return your call. And if somehow none of that, neither of those two options appeal to you, you can also email a prayer request to prayer and care. So the word prayer and then A and D care, prayer and care at heartsoulcenter.org. And once again, someone will respond to you. And all of this is confidential. The only folks who have access to the phone line and to the email are the folks who are on the prayer and care team and are already enrolled in the confidentiality and um, the science of prayer, frankly. Also, if you just want on your own, you want to hear it whenever you want to hear it, you can go to our podcast. And here's the thing. A podcast is simply the, our, an audio program where you can, we have recorded audios and they're in files. And you simply go to the file and choose what you'd like, what the topic is. It's about relationship. It's about money. It's about peace of mind. It's about, it's about whatever it is you're feeling like in the moment. You choose it. And you will hear a prayer spoken by, <clears throat> pardon me, our amazing Heart and Soul Prayer and Care Circle. A variety of voices. And um, you simply begin with episode 119, 119, on our pop 
podcast. <clears throat> Pardon me again. Available on Anchor and Spotify and iTunes, and there are others as well. Those of you who are into podcasts, you know what to do. If you're not into podcasts and have never done that before, allow us to introduce you to the beauty of you having access to prayer, a prayer library whenever you want it, 24-7-365. And so that can be accessed via our website, if you will, heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast. Real simple. So I think, oh, also, if you, you know, you can get heart and soul, bits of heart and soul coming and going. In addition to finding all of our services archived on YouTube and Facebook, you can also uh, find a variety of our vlogs, our video blogs on youtube.com, um, looking for our pop, our power of, I'm sorry, our point of power vlogs. And those are little five-minute videos of me talking on a variety of subjects, often on whatever our daily read was during that time. But there's some stuff that you might want to go back and revisit just for what? A pop, a pop of energy. A moment when you align with your point of power. Oh, so just take a breath with me. Take a breath and being willing, just kind of opening the whole chest cavity, which supports us in our divine availability. And so in this moment, in this moment, choosing to be fully present, I stand in divine recognition of the one, the one life, knowing that I am living the life of the living one, that the living one is living me that I am breathing the breath of the strong one and that the strong one is breathing me, that right where I am right now, right where we are right now, the whole perfect and complete nature of the divine source is and that each and every one of us is living the life of the living one and breathing the breath of the strong one and the living one is living us, and the strong one is breathing us, and we are at one. And so I declare, I am as thou art. I and the Father be one. That there is literally no separation, that I am a divine manifestation that each and every one of us is. And so knowing this, I know that there is, within this, there is a place of peace, a sense of peace, a sense of divine knowing of the order in the universe, not one that I can explain, but one that I believe. And because I know that it is done unto me as I believe, I'm believing in a shift. 
I'm believing in change. I'm believing that the love in our hearts, that that we imagine, the peace that we imagine, the love that we imagine, the calm, the joy, the harmony, the divine relationships, the health and well-being that we imagine, I am declaring that that is already in form. And that it is coming into our awareness according to our willingness to know and to see and to accept and to be and live in alignment with the very truth that we pray and that we speak. And so this day I stand in the gap. I stand in the gap declaring, Mother, Father, God, I give thanks that thou hearest me even before I speak. That where my words are insufficient, that divine wisdom fills in knowing what is required. And so I know that this is done, this expanded prayer, not just the words that I've spoken, but that that is written on my heart and choked back in my throat and locked and caught on the, the tip of my tongue, unspoken, yet unspoken, yet felt deeply and called into perfect expression. The divine activity of source, Revealing the truth always. Oh, I just give thanks for the healing, for the blessing, for the blessings on blessings. I give thanks. I give thanks. I give thanks for knowing that something quite magnificent is unfolding out of our willingness to let go of the past and birth this new day. accepting it in all of its goodness, all of its peace, all of its love. I give thanks for the power and the presence of God moving through and as me. And knowing that this is so, I just let go and I let God, I release this word into the perfect activity of law, turbocharging it into the activity of law, which I know is love. I know and I know that I know that this is done and done well in God. And so I simply let it be, sealing this word for all eternity. I simply say, and so it is. Ashe. Amen. Love matters, y'all.